listening to a message I preached about two weeks ago. And it just simply says, I am not finished yet. I want some determined people to say, I am not finished yet. You know, we want, we want people to understand, don't count us out. Don't, 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 don't think that we're finished. Don't think that we're through. We have not yet begun to live. Because <laughs> the life that we're about to go into right now is going to dwarf what we've been through in the past. Somebody say, I am not finished yet. I didn't go through all this to fall. I didn't go through all of this to fail. I didn't go through all this not to get to the finish line. I didn't go through all this not to succeed. I am a success story. I am not finished yet. Satan needs to know this. Your enemies need to know this. People that don't like you need to know this. And more than anything else, you need to know that you are nowhere near finished. Your life is not challenged nor through. You don't have any demerits against you that prohibit you from going forward. There's nobody and nothing that can stop you when you know who you are in God. Somebody holler, I'm not finished yet. The Bible says in the book of Micah, the seventh chapter, the book of Micah, the seventh chapter, it reads thusly. It says, rejoice not against me oh my enemy and otherwise don't count me out my enemy I'm not an easy kill my enemy been trying a long time to kill me natural and demonic been trying a long time to snuff me to get me off the track to cause me to fail to cause me to die but I'm still here oh y'all better hear me Still here. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. Hallelujah. When I fall, not if I fall, there will be times in my life where I will miss the mark. There will be times in my life where I will fail. There will be times in my life that I will not hit the, hit, you know, ring the bell. When I fall, don't count me out. I shall arise. I'm not finished yet. When I fall, I'm not finished yet. I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, I'm not finished yet. The Lord shall be a light unto me. You better hear what I'm telling you. There is a determination and a sense of, 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 of identity that goes along with this thing. The determination is to know that until I die, till my last breath, I have hope and the identification is who I am I am not just the son of my mother and father you are not just the son and the daughter of your mother and father but you were born with a divine purpose you were born you were born for a divine reason and that reason could not be extinguished because there are many people that are sitting in this room that have a testimony that your life was on the line that you were almost gone in the natural and even mentally you were almost gone but by the grace of God anybody watching anybody in here by the grace of God you withstood Satan's hardest blow and you lived to tell the story 
You went through some things that you don't even want to talk about. Homelessness, molestation, brokenness, abandonment. You went through some things that crushed your heart but didn't kill your spirit. Hallelujah. You, 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 you endured. You endured loss. You endured, you endured uh, all these things that came upon you that you believed would have overcome you. Some of us sat on our beds and thought that this was the end. I'm only talking from my life experience. Sitting on the edge of the bed thinking that this is the end. And God gives two words, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Boy, you ain't going to, listen, what you're going through right now has a weight of glory on the other end of it. If you can just endure this hardness like a good soldier, you're going to see my glory at the end of this. Not when you get to heaven, but right here on earth. Somebody scream, I am not finished yet. The thing that the enemy would want more than anything else is for us to give up. Oh, shit, Amanda. The thing that the enemy would want more than anything else is for us to throw in the towel. The enemy thinks that he can wear out the saints. Hallelujah. But the saints are made of stronger stuff. The believers are made of stronger stuff. And we don't give up easily. As a matter of fact, we don't give up at all. When you hit us, we're going to bounce back. And when you hit us, don't think we're not going to swing on you. If the devil hits, then you better be prepared to knock him out. I don't hear anybody here. We're not afraid of a demon. We're not afraid of an imp. We're not afraid of Satan himself. For God has given us the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt us we are some bad brothers and sisters we are people that the enemy can't handle we are made for this life and all of its vicissitudes we are made for it you're gonna be overcome by the life we were created for i said we are not going to be overcome by the life that we were created for every pitfall every snare every thorn we're created for it because God holds us up and when we get to a pitfall he carries us over and when we're in the valley of the shadow of death he says I'm there with you hallelujah he feeds us and gives us banquets in the valley <laughs> he, he restores our soul and he beats back our enemy he gives us a banquet in the presence while our enemy is watching us just to let the enemy know I'm not finished yet. I don't hear anybody in this room. I am not finished. And when the believer comes to the point of accepting the fact that they are not an easy kill, it causes you to square your shoulders, stand up taller, lift up your head, and watch the king of glory come in. I'm trying to tell the believer in this room that you got here because of the grace of God and you've got a praise in you that the enemy hates but if he thought that you praised him before wait until you get through this you're gonna praise him like you know him because you do I am not finished yet when you go into the book, 
of Samuel. And you, I'm sorry, I feel like preaching. And you read about when the ark of God came back into Jerusalem. And you read about a giant killer who became ruler and was taught the different pomp and circumstance of a king. But all that goes out of the window when the presence of God comes in. For there's no king greater than that king. There's no ruler greater than him. And every king and every queen will bow their knee to the greater one. Not to the greater one, to the greatest one. And when David heard that the ark was coming back into Jerusalem, David jumped off the balcony and he ran through the street and he ran to the gate that the ark was coming back through. And then David started to do something that was totally uncharacteristic for a leader to do. Where's your poise? Where's your regal stance? You've got to keep your mind. You've got to keep this image before the people. But David said, I could care less about my image because God is here. When you see the presence of God, I don't hear anybody. When God makes himself known, it's for your benefit. And when David saw the ark, he started to dance and twirl. He started to leap and run. He didn't need anybody to help him. He was a praise team all by himself. Why? Why was he praising? Because he realized if the presence of God is here, then I can do what I need to do. If I can get God's presence, then I'm not finished yet. If I can get into the presence of the Lord, where there's the fullness of joy, then I am not finished yet. There's still more for me to do. There's still power for me to have. Then I don't hear anybody here. There's still more work to be accomplished. And if I've got him helping me, if I've got God, I'm sorry, I'm screaming. If I've got God helping me, then I'm not finished yet. Y'all don't hear me. You've got to understand that there is a reason to be joyful. Because God is still trusting you. Imagine the God of all creation trusting us. Faulted and failed as we are. But he sees something in us greater than we can see. That he keeps investing in us. Even after failure, after failure, he keeps investing in us. He keeps blowing us up. He keeps reminding us. You are the head and not the tail. No, 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 no. I know that you're going through, but you are above and not beneath. I know that you're struggling, but you're always triumphant. I know that you got the cares of the world on your shoulders, but you're always victorious. You cannot be defeated because if God is for you, who can be against you? You've got victory on every hand and your enemy is weak. Your enemy is weak. I'll say it again. Your enemy is weak. 
He's weak. He don't have any power. All he has is a roar. He doesn't have any power. All he's trying to do is make you shake in fear at the sound of his voice. But I got news for you. There's a voice louder than his. Y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. And Satan is already defeated. And if I got the power over Satan, then demons make no difference. Because God has invested his trust and his power in his children. Is anybody here trustworthy? Anybody here trustworthy? God has entrusted us. Hallelujah. He's given us a purpose. And that purpose cannot be defeated by the enemy. Satan is not going to stop trying. And I'm not going to stop winning. I don't hear anybody. Satan is not going to stop trying. And I'm not going to stop winning. I got to go to I'm going to whoop him every time he comes up. Because I've got the better one in me. I've got the greater one in me. Everything he does, I'm going to cast it down. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Everything he tries to erect, I'm going to push it over. I'm going to destroy the works of the enemy. For this cause came the Son of Man into the world. That he might destroy the works of the enemy. Satan is already nullified. Somebody put a praise on this. No, y'all are missing it. If, if the enemy could have damaged us, he would have. If the enemy could have destroyed us, he would have. He hasn't been lenient with anybody. He's hit us with his best shots. If the enemy could have killed us, he would have. Because there's no, there's no mercy in him. But the reason why I've withstood his greatest attacks is because God's got a purpose for me and I'm not finished yet the reason I didn't lose my mind and throw myself into a, an abyss of depression is because God is the joy and the strength of my life he moves all pain misery and strife I'm not finished yet. Stop, 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 stop. I'm not finished my job. And until he calls me home, I've got his promise of protection. Oh, I feel like preaching now. Until God calls me home, I've got the promise of his provision. I've got the promises of his protection. I've got the promise that keeps me secure. 
I got the promise that is walking right by my side. Yes, I've got angels around me, but greater than angels, I've got him guiding me. He woke me up this morning. Yeah, he woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. I'm not finished yet. When David saw the ark, sit down and give me 10 more minutes and I'll be done. When David saw the ark running, he rejoiced because he knew his help came in. Because if you got the presence of God, you got all the help you need. He rejoiced because his help came through. He rejoiced to know that God was with him. And he danced so fervently that he lost his, his, royal, his royal robe. He danced so fervently that he was in his tunic, which is the equivalent of undergarments. And he danced so hard that the people rejoiced with him. Y'all don't hear me. When the king rejoices, the people rejoice. He danced so hard and then, and then he fed everybody in Israel. Fed everybody and, and then he picked up his garments and he went home. Glad that the ark was home. Glad for the presence of God. Now I can rule. I can rule under God's guidance. Y'all don't hear me. You better be glad the presence of God is in your house. You better be glad that the presence of God is in your home. Where you don't have to worry about turmoil and violence. And when, when God is the head of the household. And when you can pray and have God come room to room. And y'all don't hear what I'm telling you. I'm about to scream. You got to invite God into everything you do. Your job needs to be glad that you invited God in there. Your job is prospering because you're sitting there and the presence of God is with you. Oh God! I'm sorry. And David gets home, walks into the palace. And when he comes into his chamber, he finds his wife. And she says, I hope you happy. I hope you, I hope you're happy. You, you, you shamed us today. Lost all protocol. Y'all don't hear me. She said, you embarrassed me in front of the handmaidens. And no king is supposed to act like that. You, you shamed the whole kingdom. They need a king, not a dancer. And David went back to Bethlehemic ways. He said, first of all, you said your daddy never did this. That's the reason why your daddy's not king. 
Y'all don't hear me. The reason why your daddy's not king is because he didn't reverence God. But I praise God the same way in front of the people as I did in the sheepfold. Before you knew my name, I was a praiser. And if I praise him then, I'm a praise him again. Do I have any Davidic praises in here? I gotta go. Hey! He said, and secondly, if you think that I was vile today, I'm not finished yet. If you think I feel like preaching, if you think I praise him today, if you didn't like the way I worship today, I got news for you. I'm not finished yet. There's still another praise in my belly. There's still more gratitude and if you think I was vile yesterday I will be more vile when I wake up for a brand new mercy do I have anybody saying I'm not finished yet there's still some more praise to offer up I'm not finished yet there's still gratitude that causes me to worship come on give it to him real quick not finished I'm not finished talking about him yet I'm not finished witnessing of, of his power and his love yet I'm not finished yet I haven't preached my last sermon I'm not finished yet I'm still living holy. I'm not finished yet. I've still got an obligation. I'm not finished yet. I have work to do that cannot be interrupted by death or sickness nor struggle. I got a work to do. You got to tell your situations. I'm not finished yet. You got to tell poverty. I'm not finished yet. Oh, no, I'm not staying here. Uh, uh, This is just a stopover. The trying of my faith. I'm not finished yet. Because this all has to end in victory. 
Somebody say, it all ends in victory. I know no, you got to say it like you mean it. It all ends in victory. So I'm not finished yet. I must be victorious over everything in my life. I'm Hoto Oresh Pedanda. I'm not finished yet. I got to be victorious in my home. I'm not finished until I'm victorious totally in my home. I got to be victorious in my goals. I'm not finished until I succeed in my goals. I've got to be victorious in my business. I'm not finished yet until it burgeons and thrives. I've got to be victorious in all things. I am not finished yet to my few enemies to my few natural enemies I'm not finished yet until I win you to Jesus y'all some of you got to grow up you got to mature to understand that your enemy is just your potential brother or sister. The demon that has itself wrapped around their neck, that hatred, that, 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 that thing that causes them to not like you, that want to see you fall, that's just demonic. I got the power over that. I got the power over that. I'm not finished yet. I can go into my prayer closet and pray that demon away. I got the power. I've got the power. Somebody say, I've got the power. I ain't got to war against people that war against me. I can drop my guard and know that God is good enough. He will protect me. And my job is to pray for you. And until you come to the saving knowledge of Jesus, I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished. Hallelujah. There, there's so much to do. I've gone through so many different scenarios. There's so much to do. That we have got to get to the point and to the mindset of success that causes us to rise above everything that's come against us in our lives. Remember this, remember this as I close. Nothing can come upon you except God allow. No, 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 hear me, hear me. Nothing can come upon you except God allow. There is no test or temptation or trial that has come upon us but such as is common to all mankind. But God is faithful. My mic. But God is faithful. God, turn my mic down, is faithful. God is in control. So every test or trial, that's 1 Corinthians. 
10 and verse 13. He says, everything that I go through is just common. It's common. And if I go into it, I'm going to come out of it. We panic too quickly. When things happen, we panic. The more severe the struggle, the more panic. But it should be just the opposite. The more severe the struggle, the more you should rejoice and have faith because God only allowed it so that your faith could work. The, tri the, the trial, the problem is not the end of the story. Oh man, I can't make ends meet. That's not the end of the story. Oh, the doctor told me I've got this. The diagnosis was that. That's not the end of the story. I'm not finished yet. I don't have enough money to meet my needs. That's not the end of the story. I don't know who I am and I'm just, I'm just a nobody trying to... That's not the end of the story. That's not the end. I'm not finished yet. I'm in the middle of the making. I'm in the middle of being made. <laughs> and the one thing I found out about God is that while he's at work, I've got to keep the faith. While he's working, I've got to keep the faith because he's working on making me greater than I am. He's working hard, y'all. And his work will not fail. We are his children. We are well equipped. We are empowered. And everything that God called us to be, we will be. I got to end right here. I'm not finished living. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished laughing. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished dancing. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished thriving. Not just surviving. Thriving. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished loving. I'm not finished yet. There's so much more. So much more. You got to look at people in your life and say, keep your eyes on me. Because I'm not finished. But when you see me, you're going to see a work in not just process, but you're going to see a work in progress. I'm pressing on. I feel like pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I'm onward bound. He's planting my feet on higher ground. Hey, I gotta stop right here. Everybody's standing. What I am doing. What I am doing is trying to infuse you 
with added confidence. I'm trying to infuse you with added confidence. To let you know that God has equipped you and empowered you. And quitting is not in God's plan. Believers don't quit. Believers don't leave tasks undone. I don't hear anybody. Believers don't leave tasks undone. Believers don't throw in the towel. You know, the believer that becomes fatigued just takes a break and goes back and, re and re ups. You got to re up on faith and re up your confidence and know that God is on your side. I'm, I'm writing a song right now that's entitled, I Didn't Lose, I Learned. I, I, I didn't lose, I learned. And every time that it didn't go through the right way and every time I didn't reach my goal and every time I didn't hit the mark, I didn't give up, just got to go back and re-amp, re-up, and get my, get my balance back again, and realize that just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean it's not going to work. Just because I didn't go through the first time doesn't mean that I won't. He called me. He gave the vision. Now my faith has got to be strong enough to understand. It's got to be strong. No, hear me, hear me. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. Now my faith has got to speak louder than the situation. My faith has got to speak louder than the disease. My faith has got to speak louder than the poverty. My faith has got to speak louder than the depression. My faith has got to speak louder than the need and the deficit. My faith has got to speak. And I got to realize that God did not call me to fail, to, to fall. He didn't call me to live in darkness. He called me to rise up. To rise up. Well, you don't know what I did and uh, you don't know how far I fell. It doesn't matter what you did and how far you fell. For God has been there all the time. David said this. He said, if, where can I go to flee from your presence? He said, if I took the wings of the morning and flew to the utmost parts of the world, when I got there, that means success. If I, if I succeed and go to the greatest heights, when I got there, you're already there. But he said, if I make my bed in hell, this doesn't mean dying and going to hell. This means if I fall to the lowest degree and people think that it's too low for me to come out of and they remember my fall, if I make my bed in hell, you're right there too. He's not just the God of the mountain, he's the God of the valley. 
And no matter where I find myself, he's there to remind me, you're not finished yet. Son, you're not finished yet. Daughter, you're not done. You're, you're not done. Well, what can I do, Lord? I've messed up so badly. I've lost so much time. The message is nice, but I've lost so much time. And then God says, do you forget that I said I will restore the years? Did, did you forget when he said I will restore the years? I will give you back lost time. He's not just the God of the present and the future. He's the God of the past. And while you're in your present, in your mess, in your present, and call on him for help, and you're broken, he can walk back in your past and fix the things that were broken. Stop, stop, stop. Because you say, that sounds nice, but that's impossible. With man it is. But God can go into your past while you're in your present and fix the past. That's what he did for me. Raped at eight years old and molested at 14 years old and carrying the scar and the burden of it in my psyche and my soul and bring it to God because I can't go back in my past. Can't nobody help me with that. I was eight. I was 14. So I just got to live in this pain and live in this aftermath. And God says, no, son, you don't. Give it to me. Give it to me. We say that we believe he's the God of the impossible, but when it's time for the impossible, we doubt. And what God did is he walked back into 1968 on a June day. June 6, 1968, when the rape took place. And he healed it. How can you say that? Because I have the memory, but the pain is gone. That's when you know he fixed your past. Did you hear me? You know that he fixed your past, past if you have the memory, but the embarrassment, the pain, the stigma, the brokenness, the dysfunction is gone. Why, God, why? No matter what you've done, it doesn't matter. He's sticking with you. And he wants you to stick with him and believe that you're not finished yet. I gotta, I gotta end here. I gotta end here. But I pray to God I pray to God that everybody in this house precious hearts precious souls I pray to God that everybody in this house grabs hold of this and believes that there's more to you than you've seen already what you've seen is limited but where God will take you is limitless no, no, no. Shh. I pray to God that you don't let your past hold you back and cause you to be marginalized. 
I pray to God that you don't let the failure of your yesterday loom over your today and hinder you from your tomorrow. And all this animation and all this excitement and all of this jubilation, I got to end with sobriety. I got to end with sobriety. And I pray to God, the blessed King, that you That you, that you would be healed of every brokenness. That you would be healed of every brokenness. And realize that the greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. And you are not a failure. You are not a failure. You are a terror to hell. Because out of all you've been through, you're still here. Don't let anything stop you. My message is over, but now you gotta finish this thing. And you are not finished yet. God give you grace and God give you strength. God give you power. God lead you to every victory. I pray this benediction on every one of you that God would cause you to rise up out of everything you've ever struggled through. That God would be glorified in you. That God would be seen in you. It is my deep desire and my hope most earnestly that I not be put away to shame at all, but in perfect boldness that your glory would be seen in me. For to live is Christ. For to live is Christ. I pray that you would see the worth that God sees. I pray that you would see the worth in you that God sees. I pray that you would rise up and take real, real evaluation of your life. Real evaluation. You are more precious than you know. You are more precious than you know. And God will restore all things to you. Because that is his promise. And his promise is yea and amen. I've got to go. I'm so over time. It's not funny. There's baby dedication. But boy, more than anything else, I just want you to know that God is not finished with you yet. And you're not finished with life yet. <laughs>